Today's blog entry comes with a confession, that once again I found myself lapsing when left alone. It seems pretty evident to me that being left alone is a cue for my urge to PMO, one that is really difficult to eradicate completely, but I have to try. However, something did happen as a result of the lapse that signaled to me that things may be changing inside my head, prompted by the challenges my therapist has given me in terms of considering how I view women within porn. I found myself chatting to someone who I had chatted to many times previously, and who had disclosed that some of her earliest sexual experiences were when an older man would continually expose himself to her through the window of his house while she was on a newspaper delivery round as a teenager. This made sense when she had told me about it in the past, I had figured that the sort of lifestyle she had entered into since must have its origin somewhere, but knowing what might have triggered a desire to take part in sexual encounters that are something other than between a consenting man and woman in private is something else entirely. I had imagined that porn itself might have been some sort of a prompt, but in our chat, which I will also confess did go a little beyond flirtatious, she revealed that the same guy was actually her first sexual experience, having filleted him. I had already been told that she was 15 years old when this happened, suddenly, the penny dropped, and I was confronted by exactly the realization that I've spoken about here in the past. She had been abused. Whether she chose to see it this way I can't say, because I didn't ask. However, when an adult male gets a minor to perform a sex act upon him, it is abuse. When you begin to view the possibility that those participating in or accessing porn are doing so because they have been abused in the past, you begin to question your attitude towards it. I know from my own history that emotional neglect, bordering on abuse on a couple of occasions, may have contributed to my own self-soothing through masturbation. When I then discovered my father's porn collection, something I assume he used because of the lack of sexual relationship between him and my mother, the two combined faithfully to put me on the road to addiction. The urge to seek out what was in his bedside cabinet when the home was empty became a kind of Pavlovian response, the anticipation of being home alone with an almost unconscious response, namely that if I was going to be home alone, I was going to masturbate to porn. Once I was into that addiction cycle, illustrated below, it was so hard to break out of, and remained so. Addiction cycle. I'm not alone in being in this addiction cycle. It is harmful to the addict, and has harmed those who I have been close to as well, but in seeking what you need to satisfy the urge you may also be indirectly sustaining a pattern of abuse for the persons involved in the porn. That might be porn that is professionally produced, or it might be amateur porn. The latter might appear to be less harmful, because your assumption might be that those participating have given their consent, but how can you ever be sure? They may be consenting now, but is that because that is the only way that they can satisfy their own urges? When a drug addict needs their fix they don't ask too many questions about where it comes from, and the same applies to the porn addict. Asking questions about consent is usually answered by the standard clause on amateur porn or picture-sharing websites, where those posting images have to tick a box to say that all those involved did so consensually, but my own experiences tell me that this isn't always the case. They may have consented to the images being taken, but whether they would consent to them being shared online isn't something you can ever be sure of. In waging my own internal war against those urges, the is it worth it? Message that my porn blocking software displays simply doesn't hit hard enough to mean I can always stay away. Looking at the participants and wondering whether they have been forced or coerced into the acts in which they are engaged is a thought that sits far less comfortably, and maybe that's entirely right. My concern is that as a society we are becoming far too comfortable with porn's presence. I don't believe we should ban porn, that's simply not going to work. 
The genie is out of the bottle now, so we have to educate on the harms it can do to lives and invite people to make healthy choices. It's a difficult challenge, we know that people would rather eat unhealthily because of the convenience of doing so, and because the sugars and fats in food provides that temporary hit of dopamine that they seek. The delayed gratification of enjoying something potentially addictive every now and again is something that some people can achieve, but for those who have some emotional wound or hurt in their past, the desire to fill that void with something rather than healing the wound is often the easier path. As a closing message, all I can say is that easier doesn't always mean better.